handlebars on there, and there's a little throttle thing there with your nope. thumb. So he decided to go across the intercoastal and go back through the mangroves. There's a little trail through there where you can go ride through there and all that stuff. Well, he was going through a turn and was not going to make it. You know what I mean? So what do you do with a motorcycle if you're not going to make it through a turn? There's only two choices. You either gun it or you let off the gas right. a little bit, hit the front brake just a little, just, just a touch, it, just, just enough, just to bring it down. <clears throat> He's not knowing that... To turn a jet ski, you have to use power to turn a jet ski. So he let go. So he just turned the handlebars, let off the gas, into the bush. and what do they do? Into the they bush. go straight. Yep. And went right into the mangroves, right in those roots, dude. It looked like somebody took a machete to his right leg, because he just slammed right into uh. it. Came back, cut up all to get up, Ouch. bleeding all over the place, and made it back. That's not. I <laughs> know, but here's the problem too. That that you know. The guys who rent the boats, they need to give these people more rules and teach them how to do it or rent the jet skis because if you don't, this is what happens. And put a short leash on that wrist. Yeah. So as soon as they slide off the seat, bang, that sucker's turned off. All right, we got to take a break. Hour number three is right around the corner. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back, you guys. Hang on. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276 CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221 DW Tampa. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter Ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. The Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation serves our nation's combat-wounded Purple Heart recipients by helping heal the invisible wounds of war. We provide world-class outdoor sporting opportunities that honor, connect, and heal our military heroes through the power of the great outdoors. Your support helps restore their independence, promotes connections with communities, and builds hope. To learn more about how you can help, please visit us on the web at wwia.org. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. 
Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12 and 20 gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hello, welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're uh, in hour number three. Of course, uh, I'm Braden Gunn. There's Vince Noble right there. And then we got uh, Mighty Casey behind the glass. And yes, sir. We got uh, Captain Justin Duncan from uh, Wet and Salty Adventures. Hey, hey. Hanging out with us this morning and doing crazy things with people out on boats. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on the phones, we got a gentleman that we're going to talk to from uh, Carbon TV. Uh, nice guy. He's got himself a nice little show out there called uh, Rack and Rods. Is that what it is? Rack, Rack and, Rod? and Rod Chronicles on Kirby TV, baby. Rack and Rod TV, man. Yeah, we're definitely looking to get him on the Wait phone. Greg. It's, yeah. not, it's not Ted Nugent, is it? No. He's kind of like Ted Nugent. He's a little bit like Ted Nugent. Is Uncle he? Ted. Yeah, he's got to be. We'll get him on. Okay. All right. That's good. Well, push the button. You want the button I'll, now? Yeah. I want to talk gonna, to We're going to bring everybody on? Yeah. What's Greg's last name? What's Greg? Greg what? What? what Greg? Well, why don't you ask him? What's up, Greg? Good morning, man. Greg. Morning, guys. What are Morning. you doing? What, what's your last name? Gondella. Go, what? Gondella. Gondella. Gondella, not gondola. Correct. Okay. <laughs> just don't, on- don't, don't mind him, Greg. It's okay. I, I'm just asking because it depends on what part of the country you're standing in. You know, if he's in Alabama, he's gondola. Right. <laughs> hey, you, you did have a point. You got a point. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what's going on in your life today, man? I see your uh, new season starting up here pretty soon, right? Yep, new season will be uh, starting here hopefully beginning of April. Um, we got some, a little bit of extra filming to do, but unfortunately Mother Nature gave us a nice snowstorm today, so we're getting about a foot of snow today. Where is this at? Where are you uh, Where are you getting snow? In uh, the northeast corner of Pennsylvania, just outside of Scranton. Yeah, Ooh. I know exactly where that's not. <laughs> I think about The Office, the show. I, I don't watch The All Office, the sorry. Sorry, I don't know anything about that stuff, but... Uh, so PA up there, uh, that's uh, our boy Bill George. He's a big hanger upper. Uh, he goes yeah. to Pennsylvania about four times a year. Man, loves it up there. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, outdoor wise, hunting, fishing, you know, we have it covered pretty well. But when it goes from seventy degrees four days ago to a foot of snow, it's a little difficult. <laughs> I know that my uh, my kids and uh, the the ex wife are going to be heading out to Iowa this coming week and. Uh, she called ahead to see what the weather was going to be like, uh, and uh, they were like, it's going to be cold, and it's still snowing. So uh, <laughs> my kids are not looking forward to going, but uh, they're going to go anyway. Spring break means go play in the snow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for a Floridian kid, that ain't good. But uh, now on your show, Rack and Rod, do you do you present or do you uh, hang out mostly up there in the Northeast, or do you go all over the place and do the hunting and fishing? Yeah, we try to travel as as you know 
as much as we can. Um, the difference, a little bit of difference with our show, it's it's a full time gig, but myself and uh, my uh, brother in law both work. I work in the industry. He's a mobile X ray tech. Um, so depending on you know time off, uh, that will kind of tell us what we can travel and, and where we can travel. But uh, summertime, it's a little bit easier. The um, uh, sorry, one of my dogs was just barking in my ear. Um, <laughs> but uh, we uh, we usually do a, an Illinois trip every year during the rut. Um, this year, Keith is actually going out to Montana on a two week elk hunt. Nice. So th- those are our big trips for this year. And then in the summertime, you know, fishing wise, we we try to travel between here in New York and in New Jersey because we can get all kinds of different fishing in just those three states. Now, you know, I, I'm I'm not a I've never really fished up north. I think the highest north I've ever fished before in my life was uh, Cattle Lake in Louisiana. But uh, I know that like Steve, you know, he, he he talked about growing up catching saugers. I have no idea what that is. I've never caught a freshwater trout in my life, that kind of thing. Uh, I have eaten those creatures before when I've been up in Wisconsin at restaurants. But right. um, I, for those people up in that area, I know that, like, walleye, smallmouth, what else do you do besides that? Perch, lake perch? And, I mean, what else do you do up there for, the, for that stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, we've got a, a good mixed bag of, of, you know, freshwater fish up here, so... Big thing on, like, the Susquehanna River, which is one of the main rivers here in Pennsylvania. You got a lot of good musky fishing. Um, then largemouth, smallmouth. I'm more of a trout person, so trout, salmon, steelhead. Um, but Keith will go out uh, a lot on Lake Wall and Paw Pack, which is not too far from us. We have inland stripers, um, you know, ice fishing season, perch, walleye, um Calico, you name it. That's one thing uh, I've, I've kind of wanted to do, but don't want to do deals. I don't know. I mean, ice fishing. Yeah, it, it's it's different. <laughs> it, you know, it's if you can handle the cold. The biggest issue, you know, we run into in Pennsylvania with ice fishing is when you're out on the ice and you have a group of buddies and you got your little tent set up and you got all your holes drilled and you're starting to throw tip ups up. Nobody can say the word wind. <laughs> next thing you know you're chasing down flags like yes we got one and it's it was a wind flag so no one can say the word wind so when you're that's kind of like having a banana on a boat yeah yeah no, exactly well you know I, I my adventures uh went to uh Chitek, wisconsin one christmas and my uncle harry vandenbronk from over in holland he decided it would be a great idea to take his rental car and drive out on one of the lakes uh, and do 360s out on the lake while these guys were all fishing and there's some snowmobilers pulled up and uh, we got to talk, and, and I said, what are all, because I didn't know, I was like, what are all those outhouses out there on that lake, man? You know, I mean, do they put those out there? And they go, those are fishing shacks. And I was like, fishing shacks? <laughs> there are people yeah. in there? And he goes, yeah. So I said, can we run out there? I want to see it. And they took us out there, and I was watching some guys out there uh, fishing in that little hole on the, in the ground. And I was like, yeah, this does not look like fun. So you're talking about being on lakes and being on water. Greg, when we were on break, you know, before we, we got you on the phone, we were talking about boat etiquette and boat safety and how people are when they're launching their boats. Is it just as crazy in Pennsylvania with oh, people I'm at sure. the docks and stuff? Oh, it's it's ten times worse. Um, <laughs> so Lake Wall and Paw Pack, which is, again, right down the road from us, it's a huge, huge man-made lake. And we get a lot of folks from New York and New Jersey that have summer houses here in the Poconos 
um, and they'll buy, you know, crazy big boats that they probably shouldn't be buying. Um, and they're driving little like Honda Pilot SUVs and backing in these, you know, 20, 24 <laughs> foot boats into the lake. And I mean, if you could, if somebody that knows how to drive a vehicle with a trailer on it sat at that public launch all day long, they can make millions of dollars by charging these people. You know, hey, it's twenty bucks. We'll we'll put it in and take it out for you. <laughs> well, you know, that, that, we were talking about that too. I said, anytime you've ever, business. every yeah. time you've ever Industry. offered to do that somewhere around here, you just get the stink eye, and somebody always gives you the the ego response of, "I know what I'm doing. I thank you, but no thanks." Especially yeah. if they're yep. girls with them. Yeah, if there's a woman with them, forget it. They're not going to let. Yep. They're not giving up that manhood whatsoever for you to back that trailer up whatsoever. But now I know you guys do a lot of deer hunting and all that kind of stuff up there. Do um, do you stay around Pennsylvania or do New York, upstate New York, down in the, the Garden State, or uh, go down so south? We, this past season, I actually did get a license for New Jersey. I think I hunted it like two days. Um, it, it's hard for us because their season kind of falls with our season, and we have our own property here in Pennsylvania. Um, it's my brother-in-law's and my sister's property, so we manage it You know, for deer hunting. Um, so when you leave you know, that where you've kind of, you know, put all your blood, sweat, and tears into it to get these deer to come in, and then you leave, and you're hunting areas where guys are baiting because baiting is, is legal in New Jersey. Right. Um, so it's a little different. We, we don't hunt over there too much, but between myself, all my kids hunt, my wife hunts, my sister hunts, uh, my brother-in-law. Um, so we, you know, we make it a big uh, family affair during, you know, archery and rifle season here in PA. Well, I know you got a lot of filming to do. Is this a self-filming thing, or do you got a crew with you, or are you just out by your lonesome or with your uh, brother-in-law? Yeah, so we, uh, if we're, you know, if one of us tags out on something, then we'll film for the other. But we do all of our filming ourselves. Uh, I do all the editing uh, and producing. So, like, our teaser, which will be releasing here in the next couple of weeks, um, you know, I, I put all that together. And then we have a couple guys that come and help us film stuff like that. But when we're out hunting or fishing, it's just he and I. That sounds a lot like two uh, main cameras with GoPros and stuff like that. Sounds a lot like me, man. Well, <laughs> I'm uh, the same thing yep. with you. I, I was going to say, you know, that's one of the beautiful things and I, about Carbon TV is you have guys that are out there doing it for the love of doing it. They, you know, it's not really – they know they're not going to make a, a cabillion dollars out there doing kind of things like that. Right. You're not out there trying to beat up sponsors every weekend and all that stuff where you got to – where you got to, uh, you know, make sure you mention them 56 times in 15 minutes and things like that. But talking to Larry Weising last week, uh, you know, these guys, they go out and wing it. They, they're out there filming it with themselves and they're no doing script. It, no script, Organic. anything. Yeah, exactly. That's the word right there. Yep. And, and they all do the same thing. Now, Larry, of course, he's not the guy doing the editing, but um, for guys like you and Vince, I mean, I've called him a million times. He says, What are you doing? Editing the show. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sitting here editing the show. I'll be up till like midnight finishing up my editing. And <laughs> and, uh, and and you know what? You got to commend guys like you and Vince and and the other guys on Carbon TV that that go out there, do it themselves, put it out there, not for the fame and glory of it, but just to give great t- tips and great right. great advice. And uh, I really I associate more with the with the shows on Carbon TV than I do on like big national cable things where yes. they're catering to their sponsors and you get to see right. real, the you real get, stuff. You get to just, you just get to watch what they get oh, to do. And, and Greg, I could probably speak for you. You're like me. I mean, it, it, if it, if it's real, it's life. If it happens, great. 
if you miss the shot, you're going to show it because not every Why shot not? is perfect. It's not scripted. Not yep. every fish exactly. is caught. Exactly. And I, and I mean, Vince, you and I talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and I can remember sending an episode in from last, not this past season, so season two, um, and I was on a goose hunt, and I had three birds come within 30 yards, 10 yards of my blind, <laughs> and I missed all three shots. Ouch. But that's life. And, you know, I aired it, and we had people blowing up our Facebook and blowing up our emails, and that's awesome. You're showing real stuff. And, yes. You know, like, like you guys said, it, it, we do it because we love to be outside. We love to hunt fish trap. Um, I'm not trying to make it a job. You know, it's a job in itself because, as Vince knows, you know, <laughs> when we first started the show, it was originally going to be just a YouTube deal. Um, and then – you know, a couple of people, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? So I reached out to Jules and yeah. at Carbon and, and, you know, we made it happen. And my first year editing video, I was like a kindergarten kid. I had no clue. And if you go back to season one and watch some of the videos that I put together to now, um, it's like, wow, who, who's the guy, who are they paying to do this? Um, yeah, well, but, it's always a learning curve. And you, the more you do it, you get better at it. That's the truth. But uh, like I said, I associate more with the guys who put those shows on Carbon TV. I don't care if it's a mudding show. I, you know, I mean, even those guys are the guys that I grew up with who are out there tinkering in their garage, putting different mm-hmm. gear ratios in, doing all that stuff. They're sweating. They got grease under their fingernails, and they're out there uh, doing it because they love to be out in the woods with their family and just get dirty and have a good time like 90% of the people that do it. And like yep. you said, we've all been there. I don't know how many dove fields I've stood on, and they're going – over your head, over your head. And you're like, what? And then uh, and it's like, like right there, wah, bang, bang, bang. You, you rip off three <laughs> shots, and that dove looks at you and goes, eh, gives you the high one one and goes, see it, bitch. Hang on for us. Can you do that for me? Greg, don't, don't go anywhere. We're going to put you on hold. we got to take a hard break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We're going to be right back. Planting a food plot in Florida is hard work and takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer, and of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at FloridaMineralOnline.net or click the link at bigandwild.com so i'm sure you heard the news social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales so if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun or even looking to trade do it the right way and head over to deer hunter guns dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade deer hunter guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com. 
Ace Heating and Cooling is a locally owned and operated full-service residential and commercial heating and cooling company in Brandon. They specialize in giving the best options to all their customers and send highly trained technicians to your home or business. Not salespeople. Ace wants to build long-lasting relationships and bring reliable service to every customer. Get your AC or heating done right the first time and every time from your friends at Ace Heating and Cooling. Schedule your service today at brandonac.net. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Montana adopted hunter harassment laws in 1986, becoming one of the first states in the country for protecting sportsmen from anti-hunters out in the field? All the states in the U.S. have the hunter harassment laws, but the majority are using the language developed by the USSA. Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are making a difference. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa, the largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States, 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. Today. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, and we got uh, Captain Duncan hanging out with us. And Casey, Hello. Casey the Rock. Yuck. And then on the uh, phones, we also got uh, Greg, depending on where you're standing, Gondola. <laughs> you're such a stupid. Or Gondola. So stupid, dude. Or Gondalia. Or uh, we just go with, hey, Greg. Greg, and, Greg uh, from Carbon uh, TV, man. Uh, he's from our uh, Rack and Rods uh, Chronicles. <laughs> a great show on Carbon TV. He and his brother-in-law, they do a really good job on it. They really, really do. Uh, do a lot of deer hunting, do a lot of fishing, all that kind of good stuff. And you just said season what's coming up uh, in April? This will be season four. So technically season three on Carbon, but it'll be actually season four. This will be our actual fourth season. Awesome. And uh, I know that you got... Uh, you said, do you have one more hunt left or not? Or are you, are you done or are you just editing it down? Yeah, so everything we do that we film, we actually film it and put it live to the to Carbon in three weeks of filming. So we have turkey season coming up. We've been out filming some sheds, uh, shed hunting for episode one. Um, and then uh, we'll have our teaser. will be done and released here uh, for, I'm hoping, the end of this month. <laughs> Now, so you're talking spring gobbler up in Pennsylvania? Is that what you're doing, Pennsylvania? Yeah, so well, spring gobbler kicks off uh, the last day of April. Um, we get about 30 days out of that season. And last year I blew a hunt. Um, a good friend of mine is an unbelievable turkey hunter. 
And uh, he said, let me take you out. He said, I'll even film for you. I said, okay. And uh, a bird was coming in, and all I'm thinking about is the camera on because I could see the bird working its way through the woods. And I turned back to look at the camera, and when I did, the bird saw me and scared at me by about uh, 35, 40 yards, and I took a Hail Mary shot but didn't hit him. Uh, hey, question. I got one of our listeners texting me. Where, whereabouts? He's saying Potter County is one of the best places for deer. How far are you? Potter? From, yeah, how far are you from Potter County, or do you know where that's at? Potter County. So we actually have some friends of ours that have cabins out in Potter County. Um, that's probably about three and a half, four hours uh, west, northwest of me. Now, in your opinion, where where's the best place to get your deer or your turkey? What what county is it like your go-to? So, I mean, we live in Lackawanna County, and I've tagged out every year in Lackawanna County since I'm about uh, 13, as, as far as bucks. So you got your home um, field. Yep, yep. Um, but Potter, Potter is very good. Potter is a big bear area as well. Mm. Um, so that's mainly if we go to Potter to hunt, we're going out there for bear because they got some really decent sized bear out there. What do you guys? What do you guys normally uh, gauge wise? What is the big popular caliber up in Pennsylvania for deer hunting? So if you ask a non, uh, you know, person, I'd say over the age of fifty, thirty odd six. That's all they'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a three hundred eight guy, but now with some of these new calibers coming out. Uh, you know, 28 nozzlers, six and a half, um, cause we do a lot of predator hunting here as well. Um, that's the, the only real downfall for our neck of the woods is the amount of coyotes we have. So, um, I'm actually right now in the, working on building a 28 nozzler. Uh, so that way it'll, I can use it for elk. I can use it for coyote. I can use it for deer. Um, cause that's one big thing too, is we also have elk in Western Pennsylvania. So out in Potter County, um, I'm actually going to be out there in two weeks elk shed hunting nice but uh you know i've been in the draw now since they opened the season back up i think it's 21 years now um but don't hold me to that <laughs> so, uh but i've not been drawn um but i'm dying to be drawn so i can you know harvest an elk here in pennsylvania so i know captain's here with us too and he, he does a lot of hunting he's a florida boy what what's your what's your caliber what do you like uh so we do a lot of predator hunting down here, um, and mm-hmm. you know I like a twenty-two, two fifty. It's pretty popular for predator hunting. Um, now, if I'm shooting hogs, um, I love distance shooting. I like to to fire the gun and then go to the scope, spotting scope, and then watch the bullet hit the animal. So, uh, big fan <laughs> of a uh, yeah, a three hundred Remington Ultra Mag, you know, one hundred eighty grain or one sixty five, something like that. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, I'm not biased. If I'm deer hunting, you know, and I have a, a three hundred Ultra Mag, and that'll coyote sticks his head out he's gonna get the grease so well i think there's a difference too i I don't do you guys have a bounty on coyotes up in pennsylvania no so they used to um because i know that's why everybody got big into it but they they did away with it um but yeah i mean even the 300 ultra mags a lot of guys shoot that um 7 mmoh is a big one up here too but 30 odd six that was like the go-to the old remington pump guns yeah well because you can Uh, get it you can buy the levers Yeah, you can get the ammo anywhere. You know, you can find 30-30 all over the place. But uh, I I find it amazing how regionally, I know, because our friend uh, Bill George, who's over in Hawaii doing his turkey hunting, starting off his season over there, uh, he's a 300 Win Mag guy. That's 300 Win Mag across the board. He doesn't care. He's not going to keep that coyote. We have no bounty here and all that kind of stuff. But if you go out to Wyoming, where uh, my good friend, you know, Casey and, uh, and all them boys live out there, they all use a 257 Roberts or something like that for basically everything because 
they get pelts, they get $25, and you don't want to destroy that pelt on the, on the coyote. For antelope, right. it's a long-distance flat shooter. For an elk, if yeah. you're up close in the mountains, you know, you get a good shot him uh, in the neck or in the heart, it's going to drop him. Now, for, sure. uh, for, uh, for mountain lions and things like that, it's a good rifle where you can stand off and pick a shot you know, out of the tree and, and drop him as well, and it doesn't do a lot of damage. It's just funny how regional it gets. And I, but I get, I'm going to say, I'm going to step out on a limit. If you went to any state in the United States of America and asked what the number one rifle was, regardless of the age, they're all going to say 30-06. You're one of the rare yeah. ones who goes with, because when you started talking, I thought, oh, you're going to be a PRC guy, you know, that you're going to go jump on the 6.5, six, six, 6.8 PRC. No, no. And then, no. And then uh, I said, well, if you're going to go out and you're going to kill and you want to make uh, whatever, then you should just be the guy who steps up to a 6.8 Western, and that way you get the same ballistics as a 300 win mag. Sure. And it's a flat one. And since you don't have a bounty and you don't care what those coyotes look like when you're done with them, just blow, it up. <laughs> just blow him up with that bad boy. Right? 270's really popular. That's my too. that's my cartridge. That's what I use, 270. And my son shoots a 708, and uh, which is basically a super short 270. And uh, yep. and I've, I've never had anything, knock on wood, you know, walk away from it. So I love it. It's a great round. Uh, it for, is. And that's, you know, I think the 30-06 was so big up here because – you know, depending on the county you're in, you either have a lot of farmland that you, so you're hunting open fields, or you're hunting you know heavy woods. So the thirty odd six became known as the PA brush gun because you know if you shot like a, a two hundred grain, you know, and you happen to clip a branch, it's not that big of a deal. Jeez, um, that's awesome. And that Remington pump, you know, the seventy six hundred, that was. I, I, my uncle probably had about six different versions of it. Yeah, our friend Glenn, um, that's what he hunts with. Yeah. That's all Glenn hunts with. I, I'll tell you what, man, the, the best part about this whole collaboration, you know, Carbon TV, we get to meet some really awesome people. And I know, Greg, and you, we, we've talked. We're going to try to collaborate, hopefully, if not this season, next season, and get together and maybe do some fishing down here. And, alligators. Uh, alligators. Get oh, him on a gator hunt or, don't do all that. or <laughs> some, some bow fishing and then get my butt up in the cold area. Please, Greg, take him out and make him go out ice fishing. That right there is, a, is <laughs> one I would watch. But do it the old-fashioned way where you put his butt on a five-gallon bucket turned upside down with that little uh, flimsy little jiggity-jiggity uh, uh, pole. You know, There is this beautiful thing called editing, bro. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, so yeah. I could go do like 10 minutes and go sit in the car for 20, yeah. come back and do 10 I, more. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Greg, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man, Be, really. Before you get out of here, man, here. where can people watch? What's your website? When can we see the new season? So new season should kick off in April on Carbon TV. Um, you can check us out on YouTube where we talk about mainly products, but you can also watch past episodes of the show. Uh, and then it's Rack and Rock Chronicles on Facebook, Rack and Rock Chronicles on Instagram. And Vince, I know you and I talked about this a little bit. My wife and I are actually opening an archery shop here in Pennsylvania. Very nice. Uh, so if you want to check out that website, it's www.high-tines, T-I-N, like November, E-S.com. Uh, yeah. High Tines as in antlers. Yes. Not Correct. High Times as in the magazine yes. for hippies. Right. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. there a movie? Yeah. Greg, yeah. man, it's been a pleasure, brother. I will, I'll give you a call this week, man. We got to talk and catch up a little bit. And uh, I look forward to seeing your new seasons. And just, guys, it's free. Yeah. Go check out Carbon TV. Free. Download it on your phones, your smart TVs. You can watch it on your computer. You can do it anywhere. So we're going to take a quick break. Greg, go like my page. I'll like yours, I promise. Did it. <laughs> Did it. All right, brother. Be good, man. Thanks. 
Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. That's Rack and Rod Chronicles. You can catch it on Carbon TV, Greg. Go find him on Facebook. Go find him on CarbonTV.com. CarbonTV, one word, dot com. And uh, you won't be sorry because you can watch it on your phone while you're on break. Or on a day like today. Guess what? What? When we come back from break, I think Bill George is on the phone. From Hawaii? I hope he brings me back. I want one of those tiki dolls that Craig had. I want him to actually bring back a real Hawaiian shirt. All right. All right. We're going to take a fast one. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back. I promise. It's raining. Purchase your next boat without checking out the new, versatile, and customizable Seashea Rigid Rib Boat. It's a great boat for family fun and perfect for the flats or secret lake. Seashea Rib Boats are crafted with the highest quality materials, aluminum or fiberglass hulls, and Hippolon floats. They're easy to maneuver, even for novices, and they'll give you that smooth ride that mama likes every time. Its unique design is fully customizable with all the accessories and amenities that you want. You can start building your perfect Seashea custom boat today at SeasheaBoats.com. DockandPiesArcadeFactory.com. Build the most powerful and fun-filled arcade machines on the market today. All Dock and Pies arcade machines are state-of-the-art with original sound and graphics. All have a two-year warranty, free support for the life of your arcade machine, plus free delivery. All brand-new arcade machines with your favorites, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Galaga, and hundreds of others. Be sure to check out the Dock Box console with 3,000 games. You need to see it to believe it. Order your family fun-filled times at DockandPiesArcadeFactory.com. You're crazy, you're crazy people. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, give you a little quick uh, Big and Wild Fast cast yeah. from the AccuWeather window outside. It Called is raining. Rain. <laughs> it is raining. Uh, as my dad would say, it's a frog strangler out there right now. It is coming down in buckets. A gully washer. That's what my dad would say. Gully washer. washer. From the side. Washer? Gully washer? Gully washer. Yep, that South End Louisville talk, baby. Gully wow. washer. That'd be a frog <laughs> strangler right there, man. That's a good one. It's screaming. It's called porn. It's going to be uh, really nasty today, um, uh, and supposedly, according to Dino, the Margarita and Taco Fest is still going on at Raymond James Stadium, so dress accordingly. How? Quick dry everything. <laughs> like Quick dry everything. Yeah. Yeah. What are we wearing? Quick dry everything and uh, find someplace nice and warm where you're not going to freeze to death. Is this, uh, is on the phone, real? speaking of a guy who's not freezing to death, is this Bill George calling from Hawaii? Bill, maybe Bueller. Bueller. Oh, maybe. Maybe he got disconnected, and I don't know. Bye, Bill. I bye. Well, whoever, whoever that was. Goodbye. <laughs> I heard he was day. calling, and uh, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the phone line between here and the Pacific has been cut. He's. I think he's using like string and cups. Could be. I don't know. But uh, if you're going to go out today, just remember that there are a few things that have been canceled and moved. The. Uh, the big grunt hunt out and out of Madeira Beach is going to be happening next Saturday. It's yep. been canceled for today. The clay the, shoot. The Norman Schwarzkopf uh, All Children's Hospital shoot has been canceled for today, but is supposedly going to go on tomorrow. It'll be a much nicer day, a lot cleaner, a lot colder, but uh, they're saying that they're just postponing it until tomorrow. So if you're going to go out or you're planning on shooting or anything like that, I would uh, give them a call out at Tampa Bay Sporting Clays to make sure that – 
it's still going to continue on and uh, make it through the make it through the day. Phones are blowing up, boys. It's nasty. It's nasty. Is Bill on any? I, of I believe right. Bill's on line one. We got line two and three. So let's I get to know. Bill George first. Yes, please. Hi, Bill. How are you, my friend? Bill. Bill. I I don't think Bill, Bill? wants to talk to us. Maybe not. I don't Billy. think so. So on that note, we know Bill's out. In Hawaii. I don't, I don't know. We know he went fishing. I don't know if he caught anything. Did he go sail fishing? I don't know. He was. It seemed like he was complaining when he sent me the text in the picture. He's like, I uh, gave up a day of uh, turkey hunting, and uh, this marlin fishing is just not really, you know, I gave up a day of turkey hunting. Because he's a turkey creek. You know, he's, yeah, he's, just, I mean, he's, he's one of them guys. But you're in Hawaii, man. Yeah, you can, turkey hunting's great. All right, you got four or five. Go do something else. There's, was, there's I, some hogs in Hawaii. You can hunt hogs. I, that's hogs. what I said. And when last time we talked to him, he said they were everywhere. He said there were hogs all over the place. And I said, wait a minute. I thought they were shooting the crud out of those things so out there. So we got Gino on line three, and I guess Bill George has hung up again. So if y'all want to have Gino on, then <laughs> yeah, he's on line three. I'll, I'll talk so. to Gene. Gino is always a good on a day like today. Gino. Are you cooking hey, today? Guys, how are you doing? Are good. Are you cooking today? What are you cooking? No, nah, no, nah, man. I was going to go to the horse track, but uh, I think I might uh, change uh, change the scene and cook something now. <laughs> So. You gonna you gonna cook some chili there, Gino? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking maybe something more exotic. I would really like to do like a three hour chicken on the smoker for you know the thing about the chicken on the smoker is you gotta wait for that little button to pop out because you really don't know when it's gonna be done. But man, when it's done, it is so good. Well, on a day oh, like no. today with the humidity as hot as 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 it is. Uh, uh, it's just, it takes so much longer. But it does taste smokier on wet days like today for some it's reason. It's so good you burn your fingers eating it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, I got you. So where are we going but, after the show to eat, man? I'm hungry. I got to go to work. So I don't know where <laughs> y'all are going. But, you know, Brandon, it's funny. You're talking about the prop scars out on uh, Weedon Island out in the bay. Remember when we were kids, we knew it was like four inches deep or we could get the boat up on plane real quick. Sure. And yeah. not carve everything up man you're right we knew every channel and you know being a kid having little boats you learn every nook and cranny i mean that in retrospect makes you a better fisherman a better outdoorsman well you, you know, know captain justin he's in here in the studio with us of course you know he's from uh wet and salty adventures and that's what he said he said dude if you're going to start out you know uh just get you something nice that you can maneuver in and, and, yeah, and learn all those small. places now, when you say small, what do you? What do you I, I'm a I'm a single dad or mom, or I'm married or whatever, and I got two kids. What am I considering to be small? Well, that's gonna depend on who I'm talking to. You know, I know people right now that I wouldn't hand a sharp stick to because they'll poke their own eye out with it. <laughs> right. But then there's other people that I would say, you know, you could handle you could handle something, you know, 18, 20 foot, 21 foot, something like that. Yeah. You know, well, I know that Gina will tell you. Growing up, I think the most we ever had in a boat together was probably three or four people. Uh, you know, and that was a 12-foot Sears game fisher. And then uh, I don't even know. What was Tom's boat? What was that thing that he got? He had a game fisher, didn't he? Or did he have an MFG? No, he, you, Pete, had the game fisher. You had the green uh, Sears game fisher. Yeah. Well, we all. the thing is, man, we all had boats. So we were all out at once. I mean, it was one or two men, and there was three or four boats out there. Right. You know? So, but, but I mean, we knew every inch of the mangroves. We knew every little deep hole that was... Eight inches deeper and would hold redfish in the fall and winter. I mean, it's probably a good thing we didn't have fast boats. It's probably a good thing we had slow <laughs> bogey boats. Well, that, you and know what? No, seriously, you know, you, you learn every contour. 
all the channels around the wooden bridge that followed the shore and not the not the marker channels um all the channels on the way back to the mobile americana you know well there's a big difference growing up where you have a boat where if you do get on a sandbar or something and you get the little and you're going 10 miles an hour as opposed to 40 miles an hour and the other one i remember one time uh i was out with gino's brother pete and uh he learned a valuable lesson after we hit and then he Started back up, put it in drive, and of course, given a gas, we're not going anywhere. And uh, it was because he blew a shear pin. And so, yeah, the days of the shear pin. But now, the good thing about the old Evan Rude and Johnson used to be, if you remember, on the side of the engine underneath there, there was a little rubber grommet there, and it had two shear pins stuck in it. So it came with two extras. So if you had a pair of needle nose pliers or whatever, you could pull that hub off, you could take it off. Of course, Pete's out there, you know, his brother would panic a lot on things like that but uh, because his dad would kill him. But uh, I remember he's, I'm going, dude, you got shear pins in the in the engine cowling. And he's like, what? No, I don't, man. We're going to pull a nail out of one of the markers or something, which I think we yeah. did one time. And uh, no, man, there's two brand new shear pins. You pull it out, you stick it up there, you put it in there, and you drive Call on. Day. You have a great day. As but, long as you don't spin the shaft or something, you're good. I mean, here, Cap, you would probably you know recommend this as well. And same with Gino and Braden. If you guys get a boat, make sure you always have a small toolkit on it. Yeah, you yeah. never know yeah, what's going to happen. Absolutely. At least a pair of pliers and a crescent wrench. And, some and a screwdriver. And some there nylons. Nylons. Yeah, they're there always good go. for something. <laughs> I don't know. They're always good for something. I used to keep it in my car just in case the belt broke. Well, for a fan, can... belt. <laughs> fan belt, yeah. But, uh, you know, Gino will tell you that running around out there as we did and, and knowing the waters that we did uh, – learning from other people that were older than us that went through the crud of hitting things. Uh, do you remember that time that we helped, uh, we pulled the FWC off of the oyster bars at the end of Weed Yeah, Island? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guy gets a new area. In the jet boat? Right up on the, uh, by, um, by the old wooden bridge. Yeah, it was just outside there by the wooden bridge where the old mullet camps used to be down there where there's Kaya Costa now. But uh, we came out at night. No running lights, no nothing, just a 2 million candle watt Q-beam spotlight. As soon as we hit the 83rd Avenue Bridge, we're kicking it on to see the markers and know where we are and then turn it off. And then you kick on, you get, oh, we're getting a little close to the marker, turn it back on. And we come around a corner, and that's when they were Marine Patrol. They weren't FWC. FMP, that's right. And they were there. You see this big giant shield on the side of this. That's when they had the jet boats, yeah. and they thought they could go anywhere. No, they can't. And here's these two Marine Patrol guys in their bright sky blue shirts sitting there on top of an oyster bar. And uh, we helped push them off that night in, in lieu of not getting a ticket for being out at night with no running legs. <laughs> <laughs> but they let us go. They were like. Well, I mean, what else could they do? Yeah. I mean, you we could have left them. What were you guys doing? Well, we're pulling you yokels off the oyster bar. That's about as big. Old, that was a Johnny Leverock's oyster bar. He used to sell the oysters off there. That's right. I mean, it's huge. Oh, that was the big oyster bar. Yeah. yeah well, there like used to be a bunch away. of them there. They're all under three feet of sand now, but. Uh, I thought it was funny because I remember Tom was in the boat trying to pull it with a with a rope, and me and Gino were in the back trying to push with the, one of the other officers trying to push it off the oyster bar, and it's just, I mean, that hole is going across all these oysters. Yeah, and when we got out, they were like, thanks a lot, fellas. We really appreciate it. We're like, yeah, you're welcome. And they're like, hey, one last thing. And we're like, what? And they go, can you show us how to get back to the channel? These were the guys asking you this? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, can you, can you show us how to get back to the channel and we'll let you guys go on and do what you're going to do? And we're like, sure, follow us. And we went, once we got around the broken bridge, 
knowing where the hidden channel was, we said, stay along the side here, along Shore Acres. You know, the markers are there. You stay along there, you'll stay along the channel. And they right. go, where are you going? And then we said, we're cutting across, man. We're going by Mermaid's Point. We're going down through the shallow channel. And they're like, there's a channel over there? And we're like, yeah, you guys ain't going to make it. So yeah. hey, We'll be pulling yeah, you on the other that, side. <laughs> that old channel, that's kind of filled in over the years. It's still it, it, there somewhat. If but. you go to Google Earth, you can still see patches of it still there around Mermaid's Point, stuff where... You can still uh, get a John boat through there. You oh, might yeah, have, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You might have to kick the motor up, you know, yeah. one notch to get across uh, some sand. Uh, but, but that's when we were kids, you put a, could have put a 21-foot wellcraft through there. Yeah, but nobody but, knew know. it, and we used to run along that edge. That way you could run full speed across the island and not get in trouble for the no-wake areas along Shore Acres, you know. So. Plus, yeah. I mean, you know, you go that long way around, you probably had another mile to get out to Mermaid Point. That's why we know. That's why we went in and cut uh, Canopy Pass. You were there in 10 minutes. So that way we wouldn't even have to go around Ross Island. You could just cut right through the middle of the island. Yep. And now kayak- well, those are the good old days. And now kayakers of all nations and all ages are enjoying our hard work that we went out That's there and right. did for the summer. Oh, my God. It sounds like you both walked up both uphill, barefoot, in the in snow. In the snow. Dude, in our hey, summers. Hey, man, there's snow on the ground in Louisville right now. You could be grateful you're not there. <laughs> yeah. It, get this. In Kentucky yesterday, they had all the seasons. It was 70 <laughs> in the morning. It was 70 degrees and sunny. And then it became below freezing, and now there's six inches of snow on the ground. Isn't wow. that insane? Yeah. That's nuts. Well, I'm glad yeah. we're in Florida. Well, Cold country. Don't like it. Hey, Al nope. Gore tried to warn you, man. Well, Gino, thanks for the call, man. Get out there and enjoy your wet and wild Saturday. Enjoy your smoky yeah, chicken. Yeah, buddy. It's always good talking to you guys. I listen to you every weekend, man. Thank oh, you, man. We appreciate, I appreciate you, Gino. It, man. Thank you so much. If if you want to talk to Ken- don't bother talking to Casey about any property to hunt up in Kentucky because he ain't got none, as they say. Oh, in I, I got plenty up there, buddy. My right. girl's up there. <laughs> yeah. right. Good job, man. And across the river, too, in Indiana. There you go. Nice. That's a good spot. All right. See you, Gino. All right, man. See you, buddy. buddy. Bye. <sighs> the good old days. <sighs> I tell you. The old good old days. I mean, I, I, and you know what? That's I bring this up. That's why I get so happy when I see kids out doing it on their own. It's amazing. Because when I see a kid go by on a BMX bike with a fishing rod and a backpack on and he's going fishing somewhere. I saw that the other day over Bay, Bay, Bay Pines area. Dying I just I'm driving over and the kid's riding age. the bike. I just, want, I just, like, I just yeah. want to roll down the window and go, go get him, man. Keep the dream alive. I love it. Keep hope alive. <laughs> I, I used to have friends that would go down to Gandy and go tarpon fishing in the morning and off the side on the on the Tampa side yeah. and walk those tarpon all the way back over to the rocks to unhook them. And they go out there on bicycles. All right, we're going to take a break. It is Big and Wild. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Okay, hang on. Bye-bye. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition, 
Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it. And always vacuum sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. Safety up, sit down, and hang on. There's no better place for your next ATV adventure than Bone Valley. With over 200 acres of twists and turns, that's a -a one-of-a-kind ATV experience, and eight miles of trails, a hill climb, an open play area, and picnic areas. Located at 10427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry, hours are Friday through Monday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., State law requires ATVs be registered prior to riding on public property. Riders under 16 are required to take a rider's education class. For fees and hours, check out BoneValleyATV.com. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince. Uh, got Casey hanging out with us and uh, Captain Justin Duncan from uh, Wet and Salty Adventures hanging out with us this morning, too. Uh, looks like the first uh, line of showers pushed through and uh, is uh, stopped down a little bit. Wind's kind of calmed down, so we'll have to see what happens on the second it's, wave. It's, it's the calm before the storm. Uh, that always scares me when it happens. I uh, got a text message from Bill George. Did you get that? He was. Uh, I did not. He uh, said, uh, get ready to board the plane. Uh, could talk to the producer fine, just uh, could not get through on the phone. Uh, he said, um, uh, buddy guided youth in Kissimmee this morning, and he's got a bird down this morning. He's done. You got him on the phone. And then uh, he said there was a total of 13 yeah, birds. Total of 13 birds for five of us. So they killed uh, 13 birds in Hawaii between five people. Ah, gotcha. So, oh, uh, yes, he's, he's a killer. I so, Braden, uh, we have Smokey back on the line. Oh, okay, he fine. Wants, he wants to talk, and he, oh, he sure. said he wants to poke you a little bit. Okay, that's fine. Good morning, Smokey. Right. Smokey, how you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, uh, Braden. Hey, uh, just to rehash some old chili, uh, what I was saying about the German thing is the Germans made goulash, which they took everything in the meal and threw it into one. And they took an added chili powder to it and called it chili. Ah. So it wasn't like, I wasn't saying that, you know, they invented the pasta. It's just they, they made it already with pasta. It's just they, they reinvented it and called it chili with pasta. And some put corn and beans and all the other crazy stuff in there. But in, in the South, they did chili, and then you had stuff with the meal along with it. Right. I love this guy. Yeah. I, yeah well, I mean, 
the, in the I'm north, a, is chili is the meal. It's everything all in one. It's ali ali umpty, everybody in the pot. I, I, you know what? I'm glad you clarified that because I'm thinking that you were trying to defend that horrible uh, Cincinnati, uh, whatever they call oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. See, they're making goulash and calling it chili by adding chili powder, <laughs> which is actually wrong. Yeah. It's actually German goulash. Yeah, but, or Hungarian or whatever it is. It's just a Yeah, stew. but they, they call it chili. They're confused. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Wow. I'm a German. I understand Incorrect. it. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So that's why these two knuckleheads sitting here defending that stuff hey. up there across the river is uh, yeah. just, yeah. you know, that's, goul- that's called goulash, not chili. Yeah. Well, see, uh, goulash to me has like the egg noodle, bow tie egg noodles with the meat and the stuff in it. That my mom ate it that way. Don't mess with my mama. Every goul. Don't mess with my mama. Mm. <laughs> she used egg noodles because she's Italian. Macaroni elbow. <laughs> macaroni <laughs> elbow macaroni was always yeah, used in goulash. Beans, yeah. elbow macaroni. Yes. Corn. All kinds. Crazy yeah, and you have some meat in there. I know, uh, depending on the region, there's a lot of paprika, and then there's so also a lot you of. You throw a little bit of chili powder and some chicken soup and call it chili, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah working. So, what <laughs> about working. biscuit or cake with your strawberry shortcake? Cake. That's a, that's cake. A, absolutely, because it's not hey, short I'm biscuit. I'm still it's mad about that. That's a little sore for me. I, I still think key lime is our, our state. That is true. There. I, I, so, I, I mean, I get it. The, the, the Tampa Bay area, everybody's all about strawberry shortcake. But when you talk about something exclusive to Florida, it's key lime pie. Yeah, I got you on that one. I agree with that 100%. But, I mean, his thing is, of course, in the two camps in Plant City, you got the cake eaters and you got the biscuit guys. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a cake guy. I like that stuff to turn into a sludge at the bottom of that thing, man. You're just like, Ugh. Well, since oh, we're talking. glory at the bottom that you slurp up. Yes, the that is the best. Since we've turned into the cooking show, is it sauce or gravy? What are you talking about? If it's, sauce, a toma- if it's a tomato <laughs> sauce, then it's a sauce. Is it if a it sauce is, or is it a gravy? If it's got flour in it, or if it's well, a red eye or anything like that, that's a gravy, man, bro. You, you just don't know. Well, you can ask. The, the Italians will either call it sauce or gravy. Well, that's because they're crazy. Why are you talking gravy about my people is going like to be that? flour or cream base, and there's no lumps in gravy. End of story. See, and, so and, but there's uh, if it's made if it's made with I'm one ingredient. I'm going to bring a key lime pie over to the store for you and show you. My my grandmother makes the absolute best. Every time I get one out at a restaurant and just disappointed, I'm going to have to bring one by for you when you're working and uh, drop off a key lime pie for you. That's Dude, I, I'm going to tell you, you know how you know a good key lime pie? Because Grandma the, made it. That's no, why because if the, yeah. after the first bite, if you're not going... <laughs> Smacking your tongue, yeah. then it ain't worth it. If you don't feel it on the sides of your tongue, and uh, then it just Lock ain't your it, jaw. It's just not working. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It ain't working. But exactly. if it's made with one fruit or vegetable, that is a sauce. <laughs> okay, I'm not. If it is yeah, mixed with flour, show, cream, yeah. or it has a base, <laughs> Thanks, a roux, or anything like that, that right there is a gravy. I get it, man. I get it. But, dude. Never mind. You don't know. I, so, you don't know. Well, help me, Captain. So, I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we need to. So, uh, if you if clarify I sma- this, if yeah. I smash a bunch of grapes, is it a juice or is it a sauce? No, it's so a wine. It can be a wine. You're telling me tomato sauce can be gravy? Yeah. No, absolutely not. It can be tomato I've gravy, but it cannot before. be. Now wait a minute. Con- now wait Kentucky, a minute. Man, you, you go like out what? to plant. You go out to Plant City. Tomato gravy, and they got tomato gravy. Only old cat. I've never heard of such that a is, thing. That is a tomato oh, wait, gravy. What? And uh, so tomato the guy gravy that puts pasta in chili. What are we talking about? Tomato so, gravy. They'll usually put it on grits or something like that. You know, but it's the okay. first. It's it's a it's a 
for you and me and everybody else, it would, they would call it a sauce. But okay. out there, it's a tomato gravy. So how does it that compare to, uh, have y'all heard of uh, breaded stewed tomatoes? Like breaded tomatoes? Is that something y'all have ever heard of? Or? Yeah, it's called fried green tomatoes, man. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> there, there's a difference. It's breaded stewed tomatoes. So it's tomatoes that are breaded in like a sauce like you're talking about that's kind of like, it's like the consistency of gravy. You're just drunk. They ha- no, they have it up in Kentucky, I'm telling you. It's like a, it's like a kind of like a, like a southern, you know, kind of like soul food thing. Yeah, so... It's so if uh, you join us next week on the Bigger Wild, we're going to discuss shepherd pie. Florida's pretty far south, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's really sad is you guys chase Smokey right off the dang radio. Smokey's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Started a fight and got out. Hey, Smokey, yeah, I, thanks for stirring the pot, brother. Appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, that was literally that was stirring good. the good pot. Stuff, yeah. Ha ha, wah wah. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's amazing how many people freak out when they go over there to you know Fred's market and they go in there and they go, what is this tomato stuff here? What is that? It's I don't know. What that, you know what I love everybody about? Everybody goes tomato gravy and they're like, what? You, this is not <laughs> tomato. Gra- this is like uh, you know what I love about this juice. show. You know what's great about this show? We could talk about. Harvested animals, shoot them, waxing coyotes, and we get an argument over chili and sauce. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. America, well, because baby. It, it all America. goes together. Cake and biscuit. It all, it all goes together. It's one of those things. <laughs> if you're going to go out and kill it, you got to know how to grill it, and you exactly. got to know what to cook it, and you got to know what to do with it. Ted Nugent said it best, man. If you're going to kill it, you better grill it. But kill it and grill mm. it, man. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than uh, somebody that can make a really good white gravy. And put it on a uh, chicken fried steak that's done with a nice venison pounded out, uh, you know, flank steak type thing. Some pepper gravy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hold on. Nine, nine we should have a big and wild like cook off or something. Yeah, just like, like have a bunch of people come on that listen to the show and bring their recipes. That's you know, a, don't That'd start. Be awesome. It. We did it once before with the chili cook off. That's a good uh, idea. I like it. We we did that with the chili cook off, and it was me against two other listeners. And I, I said we should do that. And we, I, actually, I mean, we man. did it. We did it in Plant City before the COVID. A friend of mine uh, started something called the freezer cleanout. You know, one time a year, everybody will bring whatever's left in their freezer. We had fish ah. and deer, and it was kind of like an elk's wild game cookout sort of. Great day. idea, man! Yep. Bring it and cook it. Yep. I think we should do that. Yes. <clears throat> when and where? Yeah, well, I'd be there. Start talking to Bart because he's going to be the one that's doing it all. And He'll then be souffle and flu flopping and doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. <too. laughs> Bill George will show up with his souve machine, and uh, you know we'll have souve uh, everything. Uh, all right, we got we got to. I'm bringing Casey, the raw. You and me are on this I'm one, gonna right? I'm bringing the raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's yes. start working this. For We're sure. gonna put this together. For sure, yes. I'll stop and I'll buy some donuts. <laughs> now, I want to see your. I want to see you make your chili, son. You're talking a big game over there. I want to see what yeah, you don't. Please. You don't want none of my chili because I, then it's going to ruin you for everything I else. Don't think, in I don't the think entire you can. Life. Are you doing ground meat or, or chunk meat in your chili? I do chunk. Mm, I, no, I do yes. put. I do yes. use ground. Uh, usually venison as a base. So I usually do that, and then I go with chunk. <sighs> Gotta have chunk. It's on. We're gonna. It, do it this. is on. It is on. Man. I look at it this way. If you go back to the cowboy days, 1800s, 1700s, anything out there where they're out there and them Texans and them cowboys are out on the trail, I tell you that old cookie on the back of the truck that's, wagon. That's some Kent Rollins stuff right there. I tell you what, old cookie ain't going out there going, fellas, y'all going to have to hold up. I have to turn this into an 80-60 lean uh, grind here so I got this ground meat. He's going, <laughs> bring me that damn neck meat you got right over there and take that leg off of that damn dead cow over there, and he's cutting it up in chunks and putting it in there. If there ain't no chunks in your chili, it ain't chili, bro. Shut up and put that's off. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. No, Shut what up. What are you gonna say? You gonna bust me on man, that? Man, hell yeah, I'm gonna bust you on that. Man, How ground, are you gonna do ground that? meat, ground, ground, no. all meat chili. No. Now, but even back then, they put coffee no. in the chili. I'm not no. putting Folgers no in my way. chili. Now, I've you, never heard coffee of that. does that's add. Really coffee good. does add really good in cal- ca- 
Chocolate and coffee will elevate your chili to no end. I'm Cocoa's good on barbecue. Have you ever had that? Cocoa yes, done that too. Room? But you got to go back to the history. It is they don't. There's no grinder out there. There ain't no way to keep that stuff fresh. You got to cut it off that dead cow and bring it over here, and we cut it up in chunks and throw it in there. Mm, That's the way you do it. I don't know. I mean, biscuits, biscuits and beans. All I gotta say, y'all can talk the game. Right. Yeah. I just want to see it. Yes, please. I don't you know, see you got you. Captain over here hungry. talking some smack. Braves talking some smack. Hungry. I don't see you jumping in here. With I'm jump, I'll jump in. I'll make some chili. You gonna I'll bring blow it? you all out of the water. Oh, you're going to bring in and mama. I'll go to Skyline and bring some of that for you all to have. Now you're just going to make me throw up. <laughs> so is there, a, like, what can we have in the chili uh, protein-wise? What, whatever matter? you want. Because I'm going to tell you, I make, I make a crab and, uh, and fish chili that I think you don't want to see. Oh no! I love oh, it's definitely on now. Nah, yeah. I, I need that in my life. Yeah. Not to throw you under the bus, but that would be a bisque. Here we go. <laughs> Terminology. Okay, that would be a bisque. That would not be a chili. <laughs> well, no, we just talked about if you put chili powder in it, it's now chili. Oh, you know? happy horse! Remember, uh, I, you did remember, say that. Not me. Smokey's the one who brought <laughs> that up. Smokey brought it up and said, "Oh, they're putting it uh, in there and they call that goulash. They call it chili." We can we can have Casey. You do what you want to do. We can have Casey Slick and Dino be the judges, and then all of us bring okay. ours, and we'll have two listeners do it, and why we'll have feed, us. And why are we feeding these knuckleheads for free? That stuff's expensive, man. Because they're struggling in turns. Radio people. Yes, thank a, you. A See, pot of Vincent chili 